This episode of the Damage Guild podcast is sponsored by listeners like you. Join the guild at patreon.com slash damageguild to receive exclusive perks, member rewards, and bonus content. Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. You run through the archway and find yourself stripped of all of your equipment and clothing, replaced with only a simple white robe. These robes are really comfy. You are standing on a ledge overlooking a vast pool filled with acid. Spanning the pit is a bridge composed of square tiles. There's a little metal rectangle that can slide to enclose a specific column. We need to get him across so that he doesn't step on any brown squares and he doesn't walk past any walls. I have gray left, gray left, gray left, gray, gray forward. forward. Okay, yep, that's it. Okay. And you're out. Congratulations. We <laughs> you did make it. it there. <laughs> Silver crown resting atop an elegantly carved pedestal. I place it on my head. You hear rumbling stone, and you can see the stone walls sliding inward. You have to put the crown back. The grinding sound stops. Alright, so we leave. You step out from the portals, and you hear the voice ringing out. The test is complete, and thou art found worthy of kingdom and crown, let nothing deter thee. Wow! Who can be worthy of such wondrous power who abandons his friends in their most needful hour? Oh my gosh! Ooh! (laughs) I think I'm going to cry. And you feel a sudden weight as the crown materializes on your head. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Wow! Wow! That is insane. Dang. Wow. I look over at Stripey, and I just... Say nothing. <laughs> Say nothing at all. Yeah, we don't. We don't. We're not going to tell him about the plan. That was never even on the table. Oh my goodness! I just reach down and, and pat his furry little head and say, "Good boy." <laughs> wow. Yeah, he was a good boy. He was watching all our stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. Tokus doesn't say that. That was Sean saying that. <laughs> oh, wow. Holy smokes! Wow. So hey. Nice looking crown. That is sweet. Yeah, check it out. Isn't this cool? (laughs) Now all we have to do is not go around with a crown on our head so that the cult knows that we have it. (laughs) Oh, I just uploaded a picture to Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it, Sorry, guys. I told you about (laughs) posting to social media during adventures. (laughs) Sorry, I can't help it. I'm addicted to Instagram. (laughs) They know our exact location. (laughs) (laughs) Location, creepy dungeon under... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, under the sewers of the nest. Oh, that's so awesome. Okay, we don't have to kill anybody. Um, So, how do we, speaking of kill anybody, we got to get out of here. It's true. Yeah. So. How do we get back? Do we now have to backtrack? So if the crown magically appeared on your head, then we didn't have to go back. I was hoping it would be like a Skyrim dungeon where there's conveniently just like a quick exit. Oh, yeah, totally. Those are the best. (laughs) Yeah, those are great. So kind of them to build those in. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, your trip back outside of this place is just going across the spider room, up the stairs in the room with all the cages and everything, and then you're outside. Then we're out. But the room with all the cages we have to undo, don't we? No, it was a straight shot from the end to the start once you'd set it up. Mm. Oh, okay. Right. Okay, so then we can go... Back up the stairs. Back up the stairs into the main cavern place. So we just have to go back through the Kruthik Tunnel, the little alleyway there. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Are Mm. we sure we don't want to take some time and rest up and get him attuned? Uh, I think so. To both of those things. Dude, what if you could just command the Kruthik Hordes now? If they just (laughs) all came at us and you were like, Halt! And they just all stopped. They're just like... 
eat each other. <laughs> we don't know how it works at all. Actually, wait. Should we send it to Mernie? No, wait. I don't know if we can trust Mernie with this one. Uh, definitely not. We can trust Mernie. I just don't want this to leave our sight now that we have it. No, no, no. But we maybe can't trust Mernie with this one. What do you mean? Remember yeah. how he felt about the throne? Remember he was like, oh, I wish I could get it. Yeah, if only uh, I yeah. had it. Yeah, yeah, we definitely can't trust Mernie with this one. We don't want to end up with a salmon Frodo type situation where the yeah. temptation just becomes too much. <laughs> yeah. um, I see if I feel any different wearing the crown. You feel like you have just a more regal air about you. More commanding presence, more authoritative Hmm. Laszlo, you're looking regal today. Sweet. Yeah, I, f- I feel like I actually want to listen to you now. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Never thought I'd say that. I don't feel like I want to mouth off to your every command. <laughs> uh, I do. I put my fists on my hips and turn to the side in Superman pose and look off oh. into the distance and feel regal. Quick, uh, give me a bardic. Is it still just a D8? <laughs> <laughs> now it's a D27. Oh my goodness, that's a powerful bardic. Uh, but yes, we should rest. What would be the safest room? Probably any of these any of these later ones. Why don't we just wait inside the portals? Yeah. Yeah. That works. And then that way when the cult comes to solve the puzzle, we're all separated. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't want to leave all our stuff outside the room. That's a bad idea. Actually, how is everybody doing? Are we already rested up? No. We took a lot of damage from those spiders. I'm at 28 of 52. Okay, could we wait in here? This is like the intermediary between where we fought the spiders and here, right? Yeah, it's past the acid room, right? I don't know, we, we've already gone back through. We're like at the bottom of the stairs leading up into the main cavern. You have free reign of the whole area. You can be wherever you want. We shut that door behind us, didn't we? Yes, we did. We did. Yeah, okay, so then we're fine. So then, yeah, we'll just rest here. Mm-hmm. Let's rest. All right, so let's burn a bunch of healing spells. And I guess we're just going to long rest. Yeah, I would be fine with a short rest, actually. Um, well, but long rest attunes you to the crown, and we can maybe start to figure out stuff. You can attune during a short rest. Oh, you can. Okay. Oh. Um, when I tried to cast that spell earlier, Dispel Magic, did it actually uh, use up a spell slot? It did. Okay. Yeah, he said you got counterspelled, essentially. All right. Okay. So then I'll be down like two spell slots, but I've got a few others, so hmm. so we can just do a short rest. Okay. All right, I'll start using some hit dice. Then. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna use a hit die. Are you gonna song of rest? Couldn't you sing us? Song? Uh, yeah, I'll give us a song of rest. Yeah, why don't we do that? I might not need any hit die. You can't benefit from the song of rest unless you spend at least one hit die. Okay, I will spend one hit die then. Uh, sweet. Uh, I'm glad you did a song of rest because I rolled poorly on my hit die. Excellent. <laughs> I rolled max. On the song of rest, die. Sweet. I still can't believe it. Guys, guys. Dude. We have an actual artifact, and Tokus looks at his armband and is like, This thing stinks, and you just throw it into the acid. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> Dude, we have a real live crown. It's pretty ridiculous. I mean, it hasn't done anything sweet yet, so <laughs> it just looks cool. It does. All right. I am good. Three hit dice used, back up to full. Nice. Tokus does still have one level of exhaustion. Mm, true. That's ability checks? Yeah. Okay. I will try to keep that in mind. So you start to head back? Yes, indeed. You go up the stairs, open the entryway, look around outside, and you hear nothing right around you. Always good. And you make your way back to the Kruthik Hive. 
but oddly, as you're passing through it, you hear absolutely nothing coming from the tunnels. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. That's worrisome. Yeah, I wonder where they went. We keep our guard up either way. Mm-hmm. Why are the Kruthiks dead or gone? Weapons at the ready. Yeah, weapons drawn, shield at the ready. And we continue cautiously through? I think they're repelled by the crown. Or scared of it. Maybe something else killed them. I don't want to find that something else, Shaba. <laughs> Neither do I. You cautiously make your way back through the dangerous caverns, retracing your steps as carefully as you can. And after several hours of walking, miraculously, you've managed to make it back almost to the cliff where you descended initially without anything attacking you. Wow. You passed by the places where the battles were, where you defeated the large monsters along the way, and you found nothing left but a few bones here and there. <laughs> wow. Monsters move quick around here. Oh, yeah. So is the crown giving off? Uh, you said it had its own light, almost. Yeah, it sort of glimmers and glistens like starlight. Cool. But it doesn't, like, shed light. It's not, like, shining and giving off light, but you can see it just sparkles. Sparkles, yeah. I can see it in the darkness. Yeah. That's super cool. Hmm. So you make it back almost to the cliff, but as you climb up over a small ledge in the uneven ground, you spot numerous lights up ahead, directly in front of where you left the rope. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Let's duck back behind the nearest rock, pillar, stalagmite. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's pick a stalagmite. Yeah. It's still a good distance off, probably 150 to 200 feet. Okay. This is just at the other end of this cavern? Or right at the bottom. Remember we did the, the jump? The jump, yeah. Long jump on Lobbock's lengthy line to get past those little fissure things, yep. the spider things in the rocks. We're like at the bottom of at that. At the bottom of that, okay. Yes. And we see the lights where now? Right at the bottom of that, where your rope is hanging down. Someone else has come down Lobbock's lengthy line. Oh, I see. We're not We're not there. We're on the other end of the, that cavern. Yes. Right. Yeah, we can see them having, as we approach, we can see them having just reached the bottom. Got it. Okay. I mean, on the bright side, they probably fought the lobsters. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Uh, how many lights do we see? There's about five people or so carrying torches, it looks like. There's a single campfire burning in the center, and then there are several magical lights floating around the perimeter of the camp. Hmm. Um, it's hard to get a good count on exactly how many people are there, but you see two dozen or so black-robed figures. Oh, boy. Okay. You also see a few large wooden crates piled up near the cliff wall. Hmm. Okay. They're in business. Yeah. They're really moving in. Um, Shaba, do you still have Pass Without Trace? I do indeed. Okay. That might come in handy. Mm-hmm. We also might just need to... Engage? Be invisible. We don't engage with 24 lights. You kidding me, Shaba? Not 24 lights. He said about five lights and maybe about two dozen cultists. Oh, okay. Well, two dozen cultists is 24 cultists, That's but I'm with you. <laughs> that's a lot of cultists. <laughs> yeah. I'm no mathematician, but something <laughs> well, tells me that's check. a lot of cultists. <laughs> well, wait a minute, guys. They're here for the crown. We just give it to them. And <laughs> uh, no, no, no. So th- they're here for the crown. Some of them are going to leave that group. Once they're good and ready, and they're going to go to fetch the crown. Mm-hmm. We wait for that moment. Guerrilla warfare, I like it. I like where <laughs> you're going with this, Tokus. Or we allow them to pass us, and then... We wait for them to separate themselves from the group, and we take them out in the night like ninjas. Yeah, I. if they have that many people, I can't imagine they're going to send the whole party to go get the crown. They're probably planning to split, and they're establishing a camp here. Hmm. But wait, we have the crown. 
Aslo, this is a perfect chance to test the crown's capabilities. He doesn't know how to use it, Shava. <laughs> to test the crown's capabilities. Walk into the center of that camp and say, I demand your servitude. Bow down before me, for I am the ruler of all. Aslo, the tenderest of toes. You must kiss the tender toes. <laughs> kiss the royal toes. <laughs> that is a good question. Now that I'm attuned to it, do I sense anything different about the crown? All you can say for sure is that you feel... Confident. You feel it pulsing with a you're-the-man kind of light. You feel very confident (laughs) in your speech and your mannerisms, and you feel like you have a significantly stronger presence. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Presence. It's (laughs) all about presence. Gotta love some good old presence. Yeah, so I think we wait until they split. We hope that they split. I mean, if the whole troop goes down into the dungeon looking for the crown, great, and we just leave, but yeah, I imagine they got a big enough company here that they're going to divide and conquer. So let's go ahead and position ourselves in uh, the best place we can, behind a stalagmite and out of the way of their path if they were to come this way. So you just go well off to the side somewhere and mm-hmm. hide behind a stalagmite? I mean, yep. if we can see them, can't they see us? I kind of like going super secret squirrel mode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Um, We might have had a light going, but I would say as soon as we saw them, we'd probably switch it off. Yeah. You have the bowl of hidden fire as well you can use. Oh, yeah, true. Okay, so we get out the bowl of hidden fire so you two can see. Mm Mm-hmm. And stripey, I suppose. So the next question is, if we're not going to test the crown's capabilities, the the answer to how long are we going to wait is infinite, right? We're going to wait as long as it takes for some of them to split off from the main group. Because it's our only chance of... If we're not going to convince them that we're awesome, then we're going to fight them one batch at a time. Yeah. And I'm willing to try using the crown in that way, but only as like a last resort. Or like, if they discover us, then I'll try using it. And if that fails, then we fight them. Because I don't want to just wade into their camp and without any idea how this thing works. And then have them just attack me and take the crown, then the whole thing is moot. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we have lots of different angles here. I mean, we have a disguise kit. We still have our cultist garbs, don't we? We should, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's true. We do have our cultist garbs. Do we have any way to identify magic items? I don't... Only at the guild. So. The guild, yeah. Only at the guild, okay. We could send the crown to Murney, take that risk. He tells us what it does. Mm, Murney's great and all, but... <laughs> no. I mean, that would be a way to protect it. Well, that is true, because Murney could... But how long will it take Murney to discover its properties? How long did it take him with the bracer? A couple of days? I think we put it in, and no, I think it was one long rest, even. I don't think we even waited a full day. Mm. I don't remember. Thane rolled a dice to see if he checked it. Yeah, it also depends on when he actually checks the bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We also haven't sent him anything in a while. We've never sent him those newts, so he may like have reduced the frequency he checks it because we haven't been checking in with him oh, are you kidding me i've been writing him a letter every night before bed and slipping in into my satchel well all the more reason for him not to check it Chava, okay? like, you don't wanna... hey my letters are very well written okay? and very heartfelt he's like oh, i'll just check it once a week and throw out all these letters oh another letter from shaba <sighs> Um, that's a good point. We checked the satchel, just just for good measure. Dear Mernie, we missed you very much. <laughs> We've had another fun adventure today. <laughs> we went through some caves. It was awesome. 
<laughs> How are you? Well, I am fine. <laughs> Murdy, I've noticed that you don't write responses to any of my letters, but that's okay. I'm sure you still love getting these and reading them, each and every one. <laughs> Today, the weather was cloudy. <laughs> All right, so we see if he's sent us anything. Yeah, we <laughs> check the satchel. No, you don't find anything new in the satchel. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to be my friend, Check Yes or no? <laughs> um, I'll pass a little note into the satchel that says, Mernie, are you there? Check yes or no. And I'll put a little box of the yes next to it and a little box of the no next to it. Actually, what would be more helpful is how frequently are you checking this? Yeah. But, no, seriously, that's not a bad idea. I mean, you're attuned to it, so you have the power. You just don't know what the power is. Yeah, exactly. Right. So... I'll test it out on you, Tokus. Uh, hey, Tokus, go... Well, you can't, we can't do anything too crazy right now, so we don't draw attention to ourselves. But drop and give me five. Well, I hate push-ups. You know I hate push-ups. <laughs> Do I have any extra sway over him? Your emperor wills it. Yeah. I don't I don't want to. I I refuse. Make a persuasion check. All right. Uh 19. 19 total. Mhm. But there's no reason for me to expend my strength before a big fight. Why Why would I do push-ups as low? I said drop and give me 5. It seems very compelling. <laughs> More so mm. than usual. Man, you're like really convincing me here, Aslo, that I should do some push-ups, <laughs> even though it doesn't make any logical sense. <laughs> Is it like magically compelling or... He's not impelled to do it. Okay. But your words seem highly persuasive. Mm. Okay. Man. Mm. Yeah, but we got. I got to save my strength though, but maybe, maybe later Aslo will do some push-ups for you. <laughs> All right. I was just testing out the crown. I know. I mean, there could be magic elements to it. We just don't know what the command word is. You're also using it on another player character. Yeah. That's true. Hey, Aslo. Aslo. Hey, Aslo. Hey, what? I can do jumping jacks. Want to see? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do you start doing them anyway? (laughs) Yeah, I just start doing them. (laughs) I I think we should lay low. Yeah. Agreed. So you hole up and wait for something to happen? Yes. It's hard to track time exactly, but you think about half a day passes as you're watching the camp, and then you see more lights descending down the rope from up above. Ooh. I was afraid of Mm. that. I was afraid of that. There's so many of them. So is it put on our cloaks and blend in time? I mean, can we just be like, oh, hey, we're back from scouting. What's up, guys? (laughs) Yeah, that's the problem is that if we just walk up to the camp, they'll still be like, who are you guys? Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're going to have to wait till some of them leave then. Are they like, you know, cooking meals, just kind of doing life? Yeah, they're, I mean, they have regular guard, standing watch, and the lights they have set up around the perimeter are actually fairly far away so that they can see something coming at a good distance. Mm. Mm. And they've got people on guard, people cooking, people going through supplies. Okay. Several of them actually have kind of torn up and bloodied robes to some extent. Mm. Looks like they've probably been in Mm. some battles down here already. Okay. Are the lights around the perimeter magical, or are they just like torches on stands? The perimeter lights are magical, but inside the camp they're using torches and campfire. I've got some interesting ideas. So one thought, there was an exit right after, like, okay, Aslo, if you had taken the crown and squished us, wasn't there an exit door? I don't think there was, no. Okay. Yeah, when you get to that point, you come back either way, regardless of whether you take the crown or not. Right, and I imagine if you'd failed the test, it would have taken the crown from you instead of letting you keep it. 
like once you left the zone. Yeah, maybe. Uh, we should have tested whether we were able to go back through the portals after we got the crown. Hmm. Here's another thought. There are still creatures down here, even though it seemed like there weren't many. We could go looking for trouble, engage something big and nasty, and try to run it over to the camp. And then in the chaos, mm. try to fight them, <laughs> hop on Labix. Yeah, like put on our cultist robes, go gr- get something, run it back to them. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like in, in the clamor, they might actually help us. Right. We might need to use the disguise kit too. I don't know. Because mm. like they know our descriptions. Like, Well, not necessarily. It's a big cult. They want us dead, Shaba. They knew our descriptions at the meeting, the cult meeting. Mm-hmm. Right. So we might want to go heavy with the disguises. Yeah. I mean, it seems like there's just sending more and more cultists the longer we wait. Well, the other side of that is that eventually they're going to move forward, right? They're not just coming down here for a party. Yeah. They're going to try to delve into where they believe the crown to be. So either they're going to send out a small party to scout ahead and then leave the bulk back at the camp, or they're, most of them are going to go and they're going to leave a skeleton crew. Like, I don't think it's going to be yeah. Yeah. splitting half. Well, I would imagine some of the more powerful cultists or leaders would be the one to go get the crown. Right. Mm-hmm. And they probably know all about the sacrifice and all these other things. And I wonder if they know that they're not supposed to do that. I mean, once they discover the crown isn't there, jigs up. Like, we have no more time. But the thing is, if we're well hidden enough, even if, let's, okay, so let's say that the, a big group of them stays behind, a small party goes ahead, finds that the ground's missing, comes back, as long as we're well hidden enough, they might pack up and leave anyway, right? Because they, they wouldn't know what else to do. Well, wh- what we would then do is trail the small group to where the crown is, take them out, and then so that they have to send another group to, co- to go get them. Classic guerrilla warfare. We just <laughs> wait in the shadows, we take them out at their most vulnerable, and we systematically eliminate them. Yeah, true. Right. Or Brian's idea, which was, they see that the crown is taken, they're going to go chase after whoever took the crown. They don't know that the crown is still in the caverns, necessarily. Right. He's, he's, he brought up a good point. But if we take out every scouting party, then the main group won't have any idea whether the crown is there or not. We're also playing with fate, I mean, we're assuming that we're the most powerful spellcasters in the cave, which is not necessarily true. Hmm. That's why I kind of advocate for us getting quieter and more invisible and other things. How long does invisibility last? I can only cast it on two people. Oh. Hmm. But we have Pass Without Trace and Silence. Maybe we should try to find another way out. Hmm. Yeah. We could certainly spend all this time we've got looking for another way out. I mean, there was that wall where the alcove was that... We could go for either direction. Oh, yeah, that's right. There are plenty of places where you can go anywhere in this cavern. It's gigantic. Mm -hmm. That's right. We followed the symbols. Yeah, we haven't fully explored it. That's true. The only place where it was confined was the Krithic hive. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was thinking we had, like, followed a linear path the whole time. We had, but we're just only because we were following the symbols. But okay. yeah, I, I sort of got that impression as well. That's the other thing. We know what path they're going to take when they do finally go look for the crown. Yeah. But do they? Yeah. We don't know how much they know or don't know. Obviously, yeah. they know enough to have gotten down here, but we knew enough to have gotten down here as well. And yeah. we guessed the rest of the way. But do they know how much we know about what they know? But does it matter how much they know about what we know? What really matters is how much we know about what they know. Well, what do you know? <laughs> Aslo, can you, like, think of a plan? Does the crown, like, help you think of plans? Like, kings have to make decisions. Does it help you make a decision? <laughs> I try to be extra wise. <laughs> Does anything happen? No. Okay. <laughs> 
then I think our best bet is to look for other means of egress. Because if there's another way out, that solves all of our problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except getting Lobbock's lengthy line back doesn't solve that problem. We may have to sacrifice it. We got to use it for the super cool thing once. Yeah. Yeah, the, the cult may have already confiscated it, which is super sad, but... Well, it's still hanging, isn't it? Uh, you see ropes hanging. You're not sure if yours is among them. Okay. Okay. Oh, man. What if we could find a way out, get back to the top, and pull all their, pull ropes, up all their up ropes or just cut them? <laughs> that would be so epic. Trap the cult. There's still the ladder there, but... Oh, that's true. The footholds. The staircase, but it's super far down. It would take them forever. Staircase? Well, no, there's, yeah. there's footholds. We could just slather it with grease. Yeah. Yeah, cast grease down the <laughs> Yeah, like right on the but like actual like fry up some bacon and just pour the grease down the top so that when they right when they get to the top whoa, whoa, whoa. their hand slips. <laughs> Alright. What if we put those two plans together? Uh, what if we go ahead and like disguise Kit and wear our cult get ups mm-hmm. and we go looking for an exit, but if we find a big nasty, we try to pull it to the the camp. Yeah. I dig that. Yep. I like it. All right, so full disguises. Disguise mode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we even... Uh, no, it's not probably not worth it. Yeah, we just we go full disguise mode, um, cultist robes, disguise kit, Yep. and then head out. Stripey's wearing his cheap knockoff cultist robe that I made him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, even with all you can do, you're still pretty conspicuous because it looks like everyone else in the group over there is human-sized. Hmm. Okay. Well, you never know. It may buy us a couple minutes or something. A few moments of doubt. Yeah. In the kerfuffle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, who are you? Oh, we're we're those guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So after we're disguised up, I say we go back to the place where the alcove was and then split uh, off there. Either to go right or left. Okay, that's like miles away. Miles, really? Well, I mean, what else are we doing with our time right now? Yeah. I mean, the other <laughs> option is to just keep staying until they until some of them split off, see how many that is. How many split off. From there. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have any, any way of magically, like, watching this area even after we leave, right? We have the chalk. Oh, we have the chalk. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> By the way, guys, I have this way of magically watching this area even after we leave. And um, so I'd like to use that, please. Can you draw the other side of the opening onto something that we could hold? Oh, that would be cool. Does it have to be a surface? It'd be like a smartphone app connected to a nanny cam. Exactly. I don't know if we've ever tested that. That's a good question. The enchanted chalk chunk. (laughs) Seems fine to have it on a mobile surface. A mobile device, you might say. Hmm. But we need to make sure it's like strategic and small. So say the vision works only in one direction and only out to a distance of 60 feet. Mm. Mm. Oh, wait, they can only be 60 feet apart, the two different... No. No. Wherever you place the thing, you can see 60 feet from that spot. Right. So we need to get closer to draw the... Oh, boy. Yeah, well, we wouldn't be able to surveil them around the clock, and we wouldn't really be able to tell very easily if some of them left. We know the path that they have to take to get to the symbols. Exactly. All I want to do is monitor the path from where they are to where the crown is. So we draw it on the side of a stalagmite that's along that path and then watch it. I don't know if we want to put it on the stalagmite because they're like checking out the stalagmites. Maybe we should find like a wall, like part of the wall of the cave that's close enough that's 60 feet within one of the stalagmites we want to monitor 
and draw it there instead. Yeah, that could work. I think we actually just hang out and surveil the camp. Really? You want to wait and see? Yeah, 60 feet is not very far, and we have no guarantees we'll be able to check it often enough to make sure that we catch any of them that are moving. I guess my thought is if we're if it is on a mobile thing, a mobile surface, then we'll see their lights as they approach and go by for 60 feet worth. I mean, in one direction. It's better than nothing, Shaba. We might be able to detect something. Yeah, true. Yeah, it would it would just give us a, a heads up or a chance of having a heads up if they start coming our way. True. Is basically all I'm looking for. Okay. So then we'll plant it along a wall where we can sort of see where we know it's close to at least one of the pillars that had a marking on it that we had to follow. Yeah. And then we back off a ways, whether we want to be inside the alcove, like at the bottom of the stairs, the alcove, so that we can ambush them when they come down. That way we'll have an idea of the size of the group. Or we wait somewhere else sort of out of the way. Well, I, th- I thought we were going to go look for a way out. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but if we're ex- actually actively exploring, then one of us is going to have to be watching the camera the entire time. Yeah, we can do that. We can take. We can even take turns. Trying to find another exit from this place would be an extreme challenge. You're basically trying to find a hole in the ceiling of a hollowed-out mountain, effectively. Hmm. Okay, yeah. So we're not getting out except through that staircase. Okay. Is that what the DM's telling us? That's what the DM's telling us. Okay. I mean, you've found one other entrance to the underworld in the campaign so far. Okay. <laughs> I see. Yeah, yeah. I right. see what you mean. Hey, the proverbial needle in a haystack. Yes. So let's do that chalk thing and then move back into a place that's suitable for an ambush. Yeah. And then wait for whatever size group splits off and make our decision based on its size. Maybe we should write Mernie a note, actually. Mernie, if this is the last time we ever talk to you. Yeah. No, no, no. Maybe we should write him, like, kind of tell him about the situation. Yeah. Well, like I said, I've been journaling every night and keeping him updated. Well, no, but <laughs> maybe instead of putting maybe instead of putting the crown in this bag... What if we write him a letter that tells him that we have the crown, but we're trapped? What do we do? Mm. You know, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, maybe he has some advice or maybe... I mean, he's friends with the Green Spire. Aren't they invested in the artifacts? Maybe, but do we want them to know we have it? Also, we could ask him if he can actually do research about the crown without it physically having it. Well, he'll probably ask us, why don't you put the crown in and I'll research it for you. I mean, <laughs> we might be able to discern if he has nefarious plans for the crown from a response. Fair enough. If he does say that, we can just tell him that we think we need it because we're in a bit of a bind Yeah, as far as getting out of here. Can't hurt to ask him to, to research it. I mean, he was trustworthy with the... Bracer. The, yeah, the um, armband. Right. So, yeah. I mean, we kind of need to know what the crown does. I feel like it's integral to how we get out of this pickle. I don't think we do. I think it's it will be helpful to have. As a matter of fact, I think any combat that we get into, we should approach it with the idea of having Aslo act first and say, lay down your weapons, we mean you no harm, I am your ruler and commander, your master. Overlord. Yes, lord. And see what happens. Yeah. And if they don't and they still want to fight, then we'll fight them, because we were going to fight them anyway. He wasn't able to make me do push-ups, Shaba. What makes you think it's going to work on them? (laughs) Uh, Because you actively didn't want to do push-ups. How tight is the camp? How small? The area that they're occupying is semicircle, away from the wall, 40 feet radius. Maybe we wait and see if it's mealtime at some point. They might cluster a little more for that. Like, we could also try 
like a CC method. Right. Okay. Well, you've been watching them. You see that you know, they go and several of them will go eat together, but they always keep up the guards around the outside. Right. But that's fine that they're keeping the guards. I'm saying, I, th- I think I may have just unlocked another, another option, which is a hypnotic pattern when they're eating. Yeah, that could work. Like be invisible, sneak up on the camp, cast hypnotic pattern, try to CC as many of them as possible. And then Shaba and I run in, kill the guards. Yeah. But again, you were the one who first suggested that we wouldn't be able to take on this number of them, which is why I've suggested we wait until they split off. Yeah. Yeah. Some number of them. So I don't think we attack. I still think that is correct in that we don't attack the camp directly. Yeah. But that could be how we attack them. Maybe once they split off to go search for the crown. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, we wait wait for the group to split off, we ambush them, and then we come back. Do you have enough spell slots to pull that off? I do. I have exactly one third level spell slot left for Hypnotic Pattern. I have all of my spell slots because I have not cast a single spell uh, since the last time we rested. Although that's a good question. How long did you say that, that it was before reinforcements arrived like half a day yeah yeah about half a day but we were we weren't resting we were keeping watch so then we could have slept in shift we could count that as a long rest if you wanted to yeah or maybe we should let aslo rest and maybe shaba and i watch yeah we can always take turns uh keeping lookout yeah okay how about we do that how about we get it so that at least aslo's rested yeah i mean wherever we decide to set up our ambush point we can just as easily rest there you know unless they split off like this second it's likely that we'll have time for a full rest before then. That's true. I think the, the DM just told us that we could just have the long rest. Take a free rest. <laughs> right. All right. I will take a long rest. Thank you. Awesome. Likewise. All right. So now we go find our ambush point. Mm-hmm. The other thing to remember and to keep in mind is that these people are members of a cult. And what does that mean? They are gullible and they will believe anything. <laughs> so when it comes to the power... Of the, of the crown <laughs> to convince them that they're on the wrong path and that you are the true and rightful path. Uh, I don't think that possibility is too far out of the question. That's true. Not too far-fetched. Right, we could create our own cult. Exactly. And they'll follow us. Yes. Even if it's only for the 15 minutes that it takes us to escape. <laughs> the cult of Asloria. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like uh, this idea, and Aslo's <laughs> eyes roll back in his head, and energy starts crackling around him. Oh, wait. Uh, sorry, guys. I'm fine, really. That crown really brings out the whites of your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think our ambush point should be far enough back that the sound wouldn't reach the main party, the main camp, and should ideally allow us to be like on both sides of them so that when they come down, mm-hmm. you know, whatever tunnel we can ambush from both sides. We may not want to, though. We, we'll need to kind of scope out. We'll have to get our scouters ready and check their power level. True. <laughs> yeah, so then here's what we do. We agree on a number. When they pass us, if the number is this many or fewer, we attack. If it's this many or more, we mm. follow or we regroup and go back to the main camp. Okay. I, I don't know if I agree, Shaba, because, like, whoever they're going to send to get the crown, it's probably the leader probably wants the crown and then is has two sacrificial buddies right so then how would you determine whether or not we attack them see i don't know if we do i kind of just want them to go look like going to look for the crown is going to take some time they go do that we don't engage we engage the camp try to get out okay and just go for a full-blown crowd control method like like hypnotic pattern we kill those that we have to get out of get out of okay here. so you're saying the goal is to escape Okay. Hmm. Even if it looks like we're doing a good job killing the cult, like whoever they're sending to get the crowns probably 
a leader in the cult, if not stronger. Because they wouldn't want to trust it to some underling who might just take it for themselves, right? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, so I think we wait until the boss, in my mind it's the boss, goes to get the crown. Do what we got to do to the camp. Maybe we even get to grab Lavik's who knows, right? Hmm. Okay, so then we just set up Overwatch. We're not going to ambush. We just set up an Overwatch mm-hmm. position. We let yep. them go by us, and then we talk about it. All right, we do that. Okay. <laughs> it takes quite a while before you see them getting ready to actually set out, and you've since seen another small group come down and join it. Oh, my gosh. All right. Okay. How many of them are there now? 40? You've got a pretty good count, you think. It's probably 35 Okay. Okay. And you see them forming up now. It looks like they're getting ready to send out a group. And as you watch, you spot eight cultists leaving the party and following the path. Okay. So 27 are left. That's about as bad as it was at the beginning. At the beginning, it was 24. <laughs> right. How yeah. do those cultists look that got sent out in the party? Do they look... Is there like a big leader, like bad to the bone looking guy among them? Or is it just a scouting party? Three of them are wearing the full masks and have the red dot on their foreheads and everything, which you previously saw on the leaders at the meeting. Okay. The others, you're not sure. Uh, They do all look heavily armed. That's the group we want to avoid. Good thinking, guys. (laughs) (laughs) That was all you, Tuckus. Let's not engage that group. Agreed, yeah. We we may be stronger now, but... I want to see what happens when they try to go through the Kruthik. I think we should keep our distance, right? If they're some of the strongest, then they might be able to sense or search for us easily. Well, yeah, I'm I'm not suggesting that we don't keep our distance. I'm suggesting I'd like to hear, at least. I'm sure we'll be able to hear if there's any battle going on as they pass through there. I don't know, man. I don't think it's worth it. I think we just plan about how we're going to take out the camp and get out of here. There's 27 of them left. 27, but if we wait for when they're taking a meal or something... Brian could pizza, not pizza, it's a it's a circle, right? Something like that. <clears throat> it's a cube. One would assume that 24-7 they're going to have the same guard around, right? Because they're going to rotate in. So their guard is going to be up regardless of whether it's day or night or somewhere in between. Hmm. So are the guards who are not on duty going to be sleeping in shifts? Possibly. Probably. Do we think there's any time of day where more of them are sleeping than others? Maybe. Or do they actually sit down for meals together, or do they just constantly have, like, a stew pot going, and then when they get off shift, they get their meal and go to sleep? Right. Well, all of these questions can be solved with Brian going in close, right? Yeah. I think we're at that point. Like, now we're on the clock. Like, they, they're they going to find out that the crown isn't there, and it may, may not take them all that long if they're as powerful as I'm afraid of. Yeah, that's I, true. When we were at the cult meeting and they were talking about going out to try to find the different artifacts, they said, like, they sent a bunch of people out into the desert. It didn't sound like they just sent their top brass out there to wallow in the sand, you know what I mean? Like, Hmm. I don't know that they sent some huge main leader. Thane told us that they had masks and the dot. Three of them. Yeah, but those are, like, higher-ups. They're not, like, a huge main guy. They're not, like, a big boss. Those are just, like, higher-ranking So you want to expend some of our spell slots and HP and everything to try to take out that group of eight and then try to plan to take out the camp? You don't like my plan of do some crowd control, fight who we have to get out of here. You want to fight more enemies with your plan. Yes, I think taking out eight of them in an isolated group far away from the main camp is going to be far easier (laughs) than taking out 
or occupying 27 of them for us to climb that huge cliff and get out alive, regardless of their rank. There's eight of them versus 27. Yeah, it's not just a matter of, like, delaying them for a second. We have to climb that huge thing, which takes minutes at least, and then we're sitting ducks as they fire right. yeah. crossbow bolts at us and stuff. I almost guarantee you they didn't send all of their high-ranking officers with that scouting party. They've got some left behind at the camp. We do have the advantage of we know what all that stuff's like. I don't know. I see it going bad either way. Also, with all this time we've wasted, yes, we did a long rest, but we may have had Murney tell us more about the crown in this amount of time. Uh, but now we have to make a decision. Possibly, but we... I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. We didn't know when they were going to venture out. <laughs> I, I still say we follow them. We get them nice and far away from the main camp, and then we figure out when we need to uh, intervene. We still may need to hypnotic pattern this group mm-hmm. and yep. try to fight less than eight. Right. Still very much a, a good idea there. Yeah. Okay, Shaba, you're, con- you're convincing me. All right, so let's go after the isolated <laughs> group and hope that they split off again. That's your plan, right? You're hoping that they split off to go see what happened to them? Right. I, I hope that we can eliminate mm. them and then they can send more out to try to find the ones that we eliminate. Okay. Yeah. That means we can't let any escape. Right. Exactly. And we're behind them now, which is good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> They'd have to get past us to get back to the main group. Yeah. Could we do the chalk chunk thing? Do you, th- do you think it's worth it? We still can, yeah. Just to keep an eye... Well, I mean, yeah, keep an eye on the passage coming from the main group over to where we are. Yeah, I'll set that up. I thought we had already done that. Oh, did we do it? I thought so. Either way. You never went far enough that you had to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll set that up. So we've waited until that group has passed us. Uh, we give it a little bit of time. We go up, make the circle on the wall, and then we sort of trace after them. And I was going to say we could also do Pass Without Trace to help us sneak up on them. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. I'm trying to think, some of the puzzles we've done, was there any particular place we should fight them in? Where would we have, like, the home field advantage? Like, the Kruthic Caverns, where should we fight them? Yeah, I think the Kruthic Tunnels are great, yeah. What about the cage room? Could we wait until they're down there and then reset the whole puzzle so that it fills with acid? (gasps) Oh my goodness. Could we? Could we figure (laughs) out how to do that? And then that just traps them down there and or kills them in the acid? Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking about the acid too. Like... We pick a particular place to fight where we have an advantage. Dude. We just throw one of the levers. Yeah, we throw one of the levers to reset the trap, and then we lay the crystal out and let it suck their life energy from them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think we do that. That sounds good. Can we throw it in such a way where they're stuck? Uh, You never tried raising the acid level again, but potentially if they were down there and... You flip the switch. Mm. Huh. Which switch, though? Is it the one that's at the entrance? I think it's one of the ones higher up. Mm. Right. So we'd have to, like, I don't know how we would flip that and get out. I, I, Yeah, I think we just want to figure out where we want to engage them. We probably want to engage them when they're in the middle of something. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or where we have a tactical advantage. Okay, how about this? Those puzzles didn't reset, right? So we wait until they go down the stairs, through the cage room. We try going up and quickly throwing a lever to to reset it. If that doesn't work, we already have the high ground, Anakin, and we can just uh, <laughs> defend those stairs. That's our that's our ambush point. Yeah, I think if Shaba can have some clear shots at them, if we have a pinch point where I can tank and they can't yes. get around me easily. Yes. Yeah, that's that's more yeah. so what I'm talking about, like the tactical advantage of a pinch point. Yes. I'm really yeah. tanky now. A pinch point is great that you can just stand in the way of them. Yeah. yeah. 
We, we 300 it. Right. We want Shaba on a vantage point. We want Tokus at a pinch point. We want the healer somewhere where he can see in the back. Just my backside. you from behind, yeah. <laughs> yeah, throwing bardics at me, throwing heals at me. Yeah. You're, you're gunning him down, and I just need to stay up. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. So we trail them. It's like that last scene from uh, Fellowship of the Ring. He takes out the knife, and he's like, let's hunt some cultist. <laughs> So do you pass without trace us, Shaba? Yes. Okay. And then we trip on a rock. <laughs> oh, on a minor, minor note, if we did fight them like inside of the cave, I do have the ability to freeze the water. Ah. So I don't think it's as tactically good as what we're setting up, though. Yeah. All right. So we go there. So yeah, you tell them for the whole way back several miles. They're taking it slowly as they're traveling this path for the first time and Mm. looking for all the markings and everything. After a while, you're probably getting close to the Kruthic Hive and you see or you hear sounds of combat coming from their group. Mm. Getting close to the Kruthic Hive? Can we get close enough to see how the combat's going? Uh, You can see some large shadows obscuring the torchlight here and there from where you are. We'd be able to see the lights dancing around and such. Guys want to engage them while they're engaged with Kruthix? Nope. Well, we don't know if they're with Kruthix or not because he said they're outside of the Kruthix Hive. We should get close enough to figure out what they're engaged with. Yeah, and either way, we let them weaken each other and then we go in and, and clean up. Right. It's an anime entitled Engaged to the Unidentified. And that's exactly what they are. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm the only one who gets that. Yes, you are. <laughs> no, there was one listener who got that too. He's yucking it up right now. <laughs> you have to believe. You have to believe. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I'm no longer one level of exhaustion, right? That's right. Right. You're not sweet. Yeah, so we should literally wait until right at the end of the battle, assuming that the cultists win, and then just attack them. You know how, like, worn out you are after a battle? You've, like, (laughs) used all your spell slots and stuff? And then we just swoop in right as they're talking about where to go to long rest. Also, (laughs) this could help us gauge how strong they are. Shaba, if they look perfectly fine, they haven't lost a single one, they've just mopped up the Kruthix, like... Maybe we change our plan. Right. Mm. Or we want to engage them while they're finishing off the last few Kruthix. Yeah. They'll have all the threat on the Kruthix, right? The Kruthix don't want to bother with us. We're just, we're, we're helping them kill the foes that they were engaged with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Exactly. So you try to move closer and see what's going on. Watch the battle. They appear to be under attack by some sort of flying creatures that look like brains with beaks. And then tentacles hanging down from them. Oh. I make a nature check. Uh, 15. (laughs) I rolled a natural one. Uh, 17. Aslo, you've maybe heard stories about these things, but you don't have any real details. You think it's probably a group of grells. Grells. But you just know that they're vicious underworld monsters that were unleashed when the barrier between the surface and the underworld was broken. Hmm. Grells and Gricks down here. Well, well, Grell. That's a great episode title. Yeah, do you like the episode title? <laughs> yeah. Ring my Grell. <laughs> Grell's got a lot of good rhymes. <laughs> so how's the battle playing out? It's hard to see in detail. It looks like the Grells are trying to grab the cultists and carry them away. And the cultists are awesome. fighting back and shooting them down. <laughs> nice. How many Grells are there? 
probably like six or seven. Are there any grills there? <laughs> Sorry. Do we want to engage them while they're still fighting, or do we want to wait? We want to wait until as close to the tail end of the battle as possible. Okay. Yep. Maximum attrition, Tokus. Maximum attrition. <laughs> I'm with you. It also would maximize any uh, hypnotic patterns we were considering using, mm -hmm. because then the grills wouldn't break the crowd control. Right. If you were thinking about using that, Aslo, I realize it's your spell, and yeah, certainly <laughs> your decision to make. You're saying waiting till the end of the battle maximizes that, right? Yes. Yeah, because then the Grells won't break the crowd control, yeah? Yeah, exactly. Waiting till the end of the battle maximizes everything. Okay, so we wait. We wait until the final Grell is gasping for its last breath. <laughs> you could say until it has its death grill. <laughs> uh, the battle is over rather quickly. Yeah, this is the battle of the beaks, by the way. Because mm. yeah, they have beaks. They have right. beaked masks, masks, right? And they yep. have beaks. <laughs> until the last cultist is saying, grill you later, dude. <laughs> Final tally, it looks like they drove off the grills. Few of them survived and escaped. Mm. And some of the cultists were injured. It looks like one of them was either knocked unconscious or killed. Mm. Some of them seemed relatively fine. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It's to be expected. They're, they're strong. I, I just hope it's not like the leader of the cult. Mm. Need I say... <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah, we hope it's not Sherikoth. We're just dead. Campaign's over if it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. So, do we attack now? What do you think, guys? So there's seven. The three strong, strong ones are likely still up. I don't know if this is great, actually. You know, if they're not going to rest, didn't we want, like, a pinch point and, like, a spot for you to, like, pick them off? And yeah. Maybe we maybe we wait. Yeah, maybe we wait and see what happens when they go through the Kruthic tunnels. Yeah, wait to see if they rest. If they are going to rest, maybe we attack. But yeah. if they aren't, then we wait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One of them goes over to the one that was knocked down and seems to be casting a spell, and then mm -hmm. that one stands up and they continue marching. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Okay. Bummer. Okay. All right. Wait until the choke point. Yeah. Did the one that just stood up from being knocked down? Did it look like he used any hit dice? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can tell from this distance. Um, that takes a short rest. All right, so they definitely didn't rest. He just cast a single healing spell, and then he got up and they kept marching? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so he was unconscious, probably bleeding out, yeah. but he was able to save him. Okay, so he's still pretty low, unless he's, like, yeah. drank any healing potions or anything. All right, we'll continue tailing them. So you make it back to the Kruthix Caverns, and they pass through all the way to the opposite side, and you follow them, and you still hear nothing coming from these tunnels. Wow. Weird. What hmm. happened to them? Do they have some sort of, like, hibernation period? Or like a lake house, maybe, that they go for vacation? <laughs> that could just <laughs> as easily be the reason. Or the crown is what's changed. Mm. Hmm. We noticed how it was strange we didn't engage anything on the way back out. Yeah. What changed? But if they pass through first, and there's no sign of them, not even a sign, we can't even hear the skitterings or the rumblings beneath our feet. Hmm. Okay, I don't know. Not quite sure. I don't either. Curious. Okay. Keep following them. They make their way to the alcove the same way that you did and start trying to figure out how to get inside. Eventually, the passageway opens up, but not the same way that it did for you. The reality around the stonework just bends into the walls and they walk down. There's a very 
powerful person Whoa. with them. Are we sure we want Dude. to engage? <laughs> oh, hold on. So that so they didn't actually open the door, like with the key. They just cast a spell to get through the rock. That's what it looks like. Mm. Bending reality. Shaba, I kind of want to go back to my original plan. <laughs> you don't think there's anyone among the 27 of them at the camp that can bend reality the same way? <laughs> Shaba, clearly that's a high-level spell that was just cast before our eyes. Right, and I'm saying you don't think there's anyone at the main camp who can cast that kind of a spell? It might be stone shape or shape stone, yeah. which I don't think is super high level. But why didn't they have the key to get in the normal way? Why did they use a spell slot to do it? I don't know. Because they didn't have the key. I mean, we were lucky enough to find a ring that worked, but they obviously are brute forcing this. So there's no little stairway? No, there is. They, they just got through the wall with a spell. Okay. Or they got through that door with a spell without actually physically opening the door. So this could be a place to fight them. I could stand at the top of the stairs. You could shoot down the stairs. Mm-hmm. It's a pinch point. It's a good one. That's true. That's true. Like, isn't it? How wide is it? Like, wouldn't I only be engaging with one at a time? Yeah. How wide was that staircase? Stairs are sized for a single human. They're fairly narrow and not particularly tall. Mm. Okay. Yeah, because I don't know if the I, like it's cool to think about the puzzles and the acid and everything, but this might like we'd have the high ground. You could look down and shoot whoever you want. Yeah, this could work. I mean, the only reason to wait until the cage room is to try setting the, the trap on them. But right. this space also isn't ideal for hypnotic pattern, right? Right. Yeah, that's true. And then also we have to open the door physically, which alerts them to our presence because of the rumble. So we really need to just wait until they've likely gone well past. Oh, is it not going to stay open? Is it going to close? Well, they used a spell. Again, they didn't physically open the door. They just used a spell that allowed them to pass through the stone material. Doesn't it stay open or no? I mean, this. I, I don't, don't know, know if the spell does. I, I don't know how long those types of spells last. If we do have to open the door, I have silence. Okay, fair enough. So what do we see as we approach after they've gone through? This whole doorway has just kind of been split apart and melded into the adjoining walls. Oh, uh, okay, it's stone to mud or whatever. They they cast a spell that actually deformed it, so they destroyed the seal. Yeah, that seems like a strong spell to me. Mm, <laughs> it's actually not super high level. It's maybe tr- yeah, transmute, uh, transmute. Rock, I don't know in 5th edition, but it's... Or like stone shape, right? Something like that. I don't know what the... Yeah. Yeah, what it is, but it's not super crazy. So we're, we're fighting three elite cultists and five normal cultists, which also <laughs> aren't pushovers. They only had one wounded. But again, like 27 back at the main camp, and which may also have high-level right. guys there. These are our two options. We follow eight of them, or we go back and fight 27, <laughs> like... Yeah. I mean, if we're killing the super elites, they might be demoralized to face us, though, when we get back to the camp. If we get back to the camp. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) I think the odds are still in our favor here. Yeah. All right. So we uh, give them a good lead and keep following. They make their way into the first trial. The doors closed behind them. The first trial was the acid room? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll just wait for them to go through. You can't really see or hear clearly what's going on on the other side. Right, well, we'll give it a count of ten minutes or something. Yeah. Probably took you guys a lot longer than ten minutes to get through there. Oh, you're saying the trap is reset, or the system is all reset? You haven't seen it since you left, so you don't know. Yeah, so when we went, walked back through, it was still set to the winning combination to get through. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. so it shouldn't shouldn't have reset randomly. So right. So you wait around about ten minutes and then open the door and check on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You look inside and you can see that it looks like the path is open. And you don't see anyone there. Okay. Now is when we try the levers. So Tokus, I think you stay here by the stairs. Probably I should go and try the levers, and Shaba should stay. And be ready to shoot arrows. Okay. Well, he wants to be high up, though, doesn't he? Like it's it's fine. Once we kill them, we'll just we'll redo the puzzle. It's not a big deal. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're trying you're trying to set up the acid. We're trying to get me into a pinch point. We want you behind me. Yeah. So we we try to set up that formation. Mm-hmm. Well, if we fill up the the bottom level with acid, then they can't get back out. Right. Well, when they open the door, they're going to be met with some acid. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. Yes. Or just won't open. Uh-huh. How does that work? Would they just be trapped in there? That's perfect. Let's find we out. Will find if out. they're trapped in there, they're trapped. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Mr. Mr. Bendy Walls is just going to bend the wall. <laughs> and, and unleash acid. a flood of acid. <laughs> yeah. So we, we win either way. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's do that. Let's do that. So let's try to reset the trap and get ready for a fight. Right. Okay. That's what we do. D was the button that drained the acid, wasn't it? D's the button. Mm. Oh, so do we need to push D to get the acid back? Uh, that's the thing. You couldn't push the button again, or you couldn't unpush the button. Mm. Uh, was that it? It's a button that pushed in and it drained the acid, but the button didn't pop back out. Right. Mm. Okay. This is still a good ambush point. There's a, there's a clear pinch point in the column. Right, the staircase that runs through the column. Mm-hmm. Right, that even blocks some line of sight from their ranged attackers on me. Now, wait a second. Before we even get into all that, we can still trap them down there. We just rotate the column. Right. With the, yeah, we just rotate the column with <laughs> or lift with the it levers. or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're trapped. We just put it out of sync so that they can't get back out. Yep. We just walk up the stairs to uh, lever A and pull it once, and we rotate the stairs out of there. But then. Yep. We'll see what kind of spell slots they have left. And then, yeah, we probably, you know, set up our ambush anyway so that if they can get out, we attack them. Mm-hmm. Are we still regularly checking the chalk? Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you seen anything? I was going to say we would put the other circle on your shield since that's a nice big flat surface. Flat-ish. Oh, is that where we put it, the inside of my shield? Yeah. Uh, the outside so that we can just kind of look at it. <laughs> Why not the inside? Then I can look at it more easily. That's true. You could you could monitor. Yeah, the inside's fine. Yeah, so we, I leave it to you to check every couple minutes. Okay, well, this room is an anti-magic zone, so you can't see the connection. Oh, we would lose mm-hmm. the shock. Yeah. Alright, well, let's, let's go up and throw the lever first things first. Yeah. So we just get that lever thrown and get the column rotated. So you turn it out of place. Wait, do we have maybe an advantage if this is, if we are fighting them in a no-magic zone, do we have the advantage? Uh, potentially, yeah. Yeah. Because that's a huge tactical decision. Like, mm-hmm. we're either better that's or worse true. in a non-magic zone. They can't cast spells in this non-magic zone to get out of the trap. They can't, oh, trans- yeah. <laughs> they can't transmute anything out of the way to escape. Well, if they're outside the room, wasn't it outside the room we could use spells again, or... Yeah. Yeah. Out- yeah. Out- past the borders of the room, yeah. Let's go worst case scenario that they do find a way to get back through this room. And we are fighting them here. Do we want to fight them with no magic? I think it benefits us more than it benefits them to, Probably, n- to not yeah. have spells. Because you and you and I are still a pretty good fighting strength, right, Chaba? And right. Stripey. Stripey's at the normal normal strength. Mm-hmm. It's only Aslo that really suffers the most. And even then, I've got my swords. Yep, Aslo does decent. You know, he's got a lot of attacks now. Do you guys think the armband and the crown work in here? 
No. No magic. Okay, that's a big disadvantage if I can't use the armband. If it looks like we're losing really hard, maybe we try to exit. Yeah, we can always retreat back to a room where we can use magic again. And then hold up that doorway so that we can use magic and they can't. Right. As a matter of fact, that might even be a better starting spot. Oh, <laughs> oh that's brilliant. Trap them in the anti-magic zone. Yeah, what if I tank the doorway? Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh, that's that's great. I like that plan the most. And you hold it at all costs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's awesome. All right. Brilliant. So let's do that. We, we set up for that, and we after we've rotated it, we just wait a little bit to see, because I'm assuming that would make, it, make noise as it rotates. Mm-hmm. Wait to see if they come back. So you return to your positions just outside the room and ready for possible combat. And a few short minutes later... You hear feet on stone coming from the rooms up ahead, and you see cultists entering the chambers. They look up through the latticework of metal and see you standing in the door, and one of them shouts, It's them! Ha <laughs> ha! It's us! Suckers! <laughs> so I, um, from behind Tokus's uh, shoulder, I pop my head up and I point to the crown on my head and I say, You looking for this? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha!